Good morning, everybody. As you can see, we're just jumping on the show. We'll give people a chance to jump in. As you know, we do our show before the show. Happy Monday, June 5th. Live podcast coming at you in just a second. Happy Monday, Lizzie. Happy Monday. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, Do you have a good weekend? Yeah. 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 How about you? Mine was great. Good. Great, great, great. Good. Um, we have got, it's a Monday, so there's a million headlines. There really is. So much always happens over the weekends. wonder if that's on purpose. Yes and no, it does. Good morning, Donna, Angie, Trisha, Heather, Annette, Facebook user. No, thank you guys for jumping on in today. Um, we've got a lot to get to. We're going, let's see here. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. What is both intros? We're just talking with Pro Joe. No, the new one we do every day. What this do you is want behind to do? the scenes talking. I mean, I think it sounds weird to have both of Yeah, let's do the original. Dude, Our new one, like the new, new one. one yeah. Okay. I'm with you, dude. That's what we do behind the scenes. You talk how we figure out the shows. <laughs> Mary says she didn't listen to the news much this weekend. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Hi, Margie. Gateway Pundit. Welcome in, everybody. Remember to share the show if you can. We appreciate it. I know you're at your pool a lot. You, I saw you posting pictures of your pool. Yeah, we were at the pool and working in our backyard, and it was kind of bittersweet. It was sad. We took down the play gym that all of our kids had had, but it had seen better days. But it's bittersweet when you start taking down the little kids' stuff. What were you taking it down for? It was old, and it just didn't look good anymore, and all of our kids are older, so our youngest one is 14, so we didn't really need it in our yard anymore, But so it's kind of bittersweet when that happens. Good morning, Kim. No, I get it. I do. Well, we've got funny stories today. Hey, Projo, I didn't get a chance to do the funny uh, quote or the funny <laughs> saying as much as I trust a Democratic nominee for president. Yeah, if you yeah, can yeah. pull that up too today. Uh, yeah, I'll look back in the email. Uh, that's, that's funny. I saw that and was going through my phone. I was like, oh, we never got to that. We need to get to that. All right, buddy, we can go ahead and... Um, Roll the show. Roll the beautiful bean footage.
Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. It's Monday, June 5th. I'm Vic Faust. Lizzie Sparks alongside today. She is co-hosting and running the boards. Um, hope she had a good weekend. Tabitha Hassel's off today. She's finishing up a, not, not a work deal today, but a, a new property. So congratulations to her. Eric Johnson en route. We got Pro Joe in the house as well, of course, making sure everything looks and sounds as it good as it possibly can. Um, I look at the chat line first thing off. <laughs> Drew, are you trying to be our friends? Are you trying to be my friend, Democrat Drew? Drew says the Cardinals suck. He's talking about the St. Louis Cardinals, who a lot of people across America do despise and hate. If you're not a Cardinals fan, there's no middle ground. You hate them or you love them. And yeah, they suck these days. And they knew it. And I said it going into the season. They didn't have the pitching and then go figure. There's days where they don't have the pitching, then there's days they don't have the hitting. But when you go to Pittsburgh, and if we have any listeners in Pittsburgh, congratulations to your Pirates because they swept the Cardinals. That's right. This is, I, I can't remember, it's been a long time since Cardinals were this bad. And a lot of questions are going to be thrown at the manager these days, that's for sure. Plus, the general manager who just didn't give them the product that they needed to pitch. But then go figure, they only give up two runs and they lose yesterday. Whatever, 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 whatever. Anyway, good morning. <laughs> and we say welcome to Cancel This. Cancelthisshow.com, of course, all the time, 24-7 on our website. That's how you watch us, cancelthisshow.com. Uh, we're a national news, headlines, politics, society, business, and cancel culture show. We do it Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, and all the time on that site, cancelthisshow.com. We always remind you, please share the show, like, subscribe, go on all of the platforms that we have. And hit the thumbs up button. It certainly helps us. That's for sure. It helps us coincide and work with the algorithms that are out there to make sure that we get to as many people as possible. And that's what we want to do. That's for Facebook, for Twitter, YouTube, Rumble. And for our podcast listening audience, straight podcast, all audio, all you have to do to share it, you hit the arrow or share button. And you can send it in a text form to anybody that you want to send it to. If you think there's something here that can help them as well, we're always trying to come up with new information, new topics, things that you just don't hear on local news and dive into topics that you just don't hear on local or national news all the time. So we appreciate you jumping in. Um, we're ready to get this thing going. I'm Vic Faust. Coming up at nine o'clock today, Michael Letts, a terrific guest. You will not want to miss him. That is nine o'clock central time. That's in just under an hour from now. Um, on what's happening with China and space, China and Mars, and how China is kicking the United States' ass in every space category, apparently. And we have no idea because we're dealing with so many other social issues in this country right now, which is absolutely insane. So coming up at 9 o'clock, you would not want to miss our, miss our national guest. Michael Letts, looking forward to talking with Michael. Um, and I, I just, as I tell you guys before, you know when you're going to have a great guest, and this guy is that. He is an expert in the situation. Can't wait to talk to him coming up at 9. Uh, we got our Culture War show tomorrow at two, or tomorrow morning on Tuesday. Um, all these companies, the go woke, go broke situation happening. We're going to run down just what's happening, what you as Americans are doing. And those of you outside of this country to these companies that continue to try to push agendas on little kids and kids, um, they're not succeeding, which is people may not have thought that that would happen, but it's bizarre about how much the backlash has affected these companies. So much to say that, you know, they don't know what to do. And we've talked about why the companies do it and how they need money and how they need tax breaks and how their ESG scores get affected if they don't do what they're forced to do. It's really bad for business owners uh, not to do that whole show again, but there's a reason why they do it. But is it worse 
to get backlashed by consumers or by the tax breaks and grants and funding that you can get at the top of the food chain. I don't know. Anyway, we'll get into that. We'll talk about that coming up tomorrow, what's happening, where things are going. And of course, like, subscribe, you can send stars. As always, we appreciate everybody who's jumping in. Once again, Tabitha's off today, um, taking care of some rental properties. Eric Johnson en route. And I'm Vic Faust alongside Lizzie Sparks and Projo. Mary says, I may need to go back to Target. I have to go somewhere. Haven't been there in two weeks. And will their employees suffer? I don't know. Lizzie says, don't mess with the kids. Um, we got a million headlines to get into. We told you about what's coming up at nine o'clock. Um, real quick, because it was kind of breaking news as it happened uh, not too long ago, the AP was reporting um, a Cessna registered to Encore Motors of Melbourne Incorporated, John Rumpel. Um, he runs the company. Uh, he told the New York Times that his daughter, his two-year-old granddaughter, her nanny and the pilot were all on a plane that crashed. And this kind of thing can happen. Um, the D.C. area and people said they heard explosion sounds caused by military jets pursuing the unresponsive plane before it had a deadly crash. There were no survivors found at the plane's crash site near Montebello, Virginia. Um, you know, we've heard of, you know, planes, you know, private planes. It can happen every now and then something goes wrong there. There's a lot of speculation right now on what may have happened because the flight path seemed very interesting because at the end of the flight path, you saw a plane take a hard right turn and just descend about 30,000 um, feet in about a minute. So it was on its way down, on a descend. Uh, it is interesting, too, and we're going to get more information as that comes up. We do do headlines here, and we also break down topics and subjects. But the owner of that plane also. Now, you don't want to have conjecture, and you don't want to say, oh, my gosh, this is something was done on purpose. But the entire family, they also own the Washington Post. They were all on board. So they talked about all those people that I talked about dying they were the family of the Washington Post owner, um, massive, massive MAGA donors, big Trump supporters, NRA supporters. Now, can that happen? Yeah, we're not saying anything nefarious happened. I hate if people ever try to make that tie. That's just who they are. And then we'll find out what else happened. But you had F-16 scrambling. Uh, of course, that all freaked out residents who were in the area. It became a national story. Um, so if we get any more news coming out on that, any headlines, we'll certainly get into that coverage as well. But uh, it is interesting when those things happen because I, mean, I always think back to Payne Stewart when people lost consciousness in that plane. Payne Stewart, the PGA golfer uh, from the Springfield, Missouri area, and um, that plane ended up crashing um, because people lost consciousness on board that plane as well. So it appears that's what happened when you look at what was going on with the flight path. Of course, people trying to take care of situations um we'll see i mean aaron says seems fishy and that's why i don't want to ever say that because if you go oh, plane went down mysterious circumstances washington post owner maga supporters nra members uh in this day and age too many things connect it was something nefarious something horrible happened the problem with that is you just don't know um anthony morning to you heathen as well um we appreciate it. <laughs> um, Anthony sleeps <clears throat> in every morning drinking his coffee and calling us heathens. Yeah, must uh -huh. be nice. I know. Must he's, be he's nice. very cool. Uh, I like him a lot. <laughs> uh, 
but now, like I said today, we got so many headlines that we'd like to jump to all, to a lot of these things. Uh, this is something that really, really, really ticked me off. Joe, the Capitol Police Youth Story, when you get a chance, I sent you the video. Um, I'll set the stage up. Capitol Police, literally Capitol Police in D.C. stopped a youth choir during their national anthem performance. Okay, they stopped this over the weekend. Now, the Capitol Police are blaming a, quote, miscommunication after they cut the kids' singers off. Now, we've already seen what happened with Capitol Police on January 6th, standing there, doing nothing, allowing people to go past them into the Capitol, and in some cases, encouraging people, protesters, to go into the Capitol. Um, then we saw some Capitol Police officers not knowing how to answer questions when it came to certain things of January 6th. So there was already a cloud of doubt and suspicion if you really break down stories of what happened January 6th with Capitol Police, including their head. Well, now we have video footage showing a South Carolina-based children's choir being stopped by a Capitol Police officer from singing the national anthem at the U.S. Capitol. And of course, the video has gone viral with millions of views. We'll show you some video here just so you get an idea of what I'm talking about. Then we can continue the story. Okay, what you saw there was they were singing and then a Capitol policeman walks over and tells their director to stop. That's awful. That is absolutely awful. Um, welcome to the United States of America and the U.S. Capitol. Now, okay, you can give your opinion. I think it's crap. But the Capitol Police said the singers with Rushing Brook Children's Choir from Greenville, South Carolina were stopped because of a miscommunication. But initially, Capitol Police said that they were under the impression that the group didn't have permission to perform in the building, but clarified later that they were not aware that the Speaker's office had approved their performance. However, initially, they said they stopped them because they thought they may offend some people in the Capitol with the singing of our country's national anthem. That's embarrassing. That's really embarrassing. Now they're trying to go back on what they said. They're doing their PR stunt. Well, there was a miscommunication. Well, we didn't know that they had, they knew damn well 100% that those kids had permission to be there or they would not have been there in the first place. They may not have known that they were singing the national anthem, but they had permission. There was you don't assemble in the U.S. Capitol with kids like that and start to sing unless you had permission. So Capitol Police are lying yet again. We saw them lie about January 6th, and now they're lying about the whole situation here. Um, quote, I was shocked. I was dismayed. I was stunned, said the uh, director who said that they had secured permission from not one, not two, but three congressional offices to perform at the U.S. Capitol. Quote, I couldn't believe that this was happening, that they would stop the national anthem out of all songs. This is at the United States Capitol. 
Uh, one of the men, the Capitol Police officers who walked up, appeared to be a congressional staffer, then approached the singer and the director and said that they motioned, as we saw just a second ago, to cut them off from stop singing. So the group says that it was a congressional staffer who told Capitol Police to go stop them. Now, Republicans, some Republicans at the U.S. Capitol accused Capitol Police of taking the action against the kids due to political bias. Of course, Capitol Police are saying it's untrue because they would look stupid. They accused the congressional staffer. Capitol Police accusing the congressional staffer of, quote, lying to the officers multiple times about having permission from various offices. So they say that these other congressionals, they don't have permission to be here. They don't have to be. So that's why they went and did what they did. Okay. I've got a feeling that I'm siding with Capitol Police, but they should have never done it in the first place. If a congressional, they're saying, they're not making up that a congressional staffer came up to them and said, stop singing. They're just not. They're not, they're not, they're not. Um, uh, Representative... MTG Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted about it as soon as she saw it, saying that Russian Book Children's Choir were singing the national anthem in the Capitol, were stopped by Capitol Police. They were told that, quote, certain Capitol Police said it might, quote, offend somebody and cause some issues, end quote. The national anthem sung by children is not offensive. It's needed more. Your thoughts on this situation as we set up with these four kids just trying to sing the national anthem, and then you've got... Democratic congressional staffers and Capitol Police members telling them that they can't sing the national anthem in the United States Capitol. Well, like Aaron says on here, that's our house. We don't need your damn permission, Congressman. You're our employees. And he's right on. They keep forgetting that we hired them. And instead, we are their little minions. And that's so embarrassing to have these poor little kids up there. And because it might offend someone, it shows who's there. It shows absolutely who's running our country. Well, it also shows you that you can't take anything for granted anymore. If there was ever a reason to sing the national anthem with any more vigor, it's this. If there was any more reason to show your patriotism, to show your flag, to show your red, white, and blue, it is this. Um, It is very interesting that it's Republican uh, congressional leaders who are speaking out on this and saying, wow, can you believe this happened? You don't hear Democratic lawmakers coming out with an outrage about this yet, or at least I haven't seen that. Why is this? Why is it? Why are the Democrats staying quiet? I'm not trying to come after you. I'm just bringing up facts. Why does it take Republicans at the Capitol to say this was an outrage? It kind of tells you where the Democrats are. They're either too chicken to be patriotic, or they're just simply not patriotic at all. They are there for the whole world order, and I know I keep saying that, but they're not patriotic at all. They do everything that they can to break down this country. So these kids, uh, we'll see if they get an apology um, and who the apology would come from. Capitol Police, ah, it was just a miscommunication. I mean, that's always the best thing to say. Oh, oh. It's just a miscommunication. I just looked at a comment. Angie, I don't see a person who stopped it, but they said Capitol Police stopped it after they were told by a congressional staffer from somewhere that these kids didn't have permission, even though they got not one, not two, but three, I repeat, three approvals from three different uh, Republican congressional uh, leaders that were there 
that they could be in the Capitol singing the national anthem. So it is what it is. Um, take it for what it is. You remember, this is what's happening. When you think that everything is just, oh, everything's good. Everything's normal. Our country's fine. We just have some people that get a little upset here and there. But think again. You can't take anything for granted. You can't take freedom for granted. And this is what's happening. There is a movement against this country to destroy it from within. We talk about it on occasion. And if you just sit back, you will let people win. You will let traitors win. It's what happens. We have seen it over and over and over again. Um, our country has changed over the past 30 years. It's on warp speed, the wrong direction. And we continue to try to bring up as many stories as we possibly can with what's happening I, I was offended by this. Um, is it a massive deal? Is it one of those situations when it comes to, well, it happened, but you know, it's we got other things to worry about, or does this upset you? What of the list? I haven't had a chance to see. What are the listeners? Yeah, the, the listeners think it's it's crap. They think that it is a big deal, and that these are the things that we need to stand up for. I guess in the scheme of things of the border, some of them are saying it's little, but it actually just shows exactly where our country's headed. That there's people in our house telling small children who are the future they can't sing our country's song. So our um, our listeners are not happy about it. Yeah, Kathy says, meantime, millions and millions of illegals are crossing our border. Robert calls it death by a thousand cuts. Jay says China, and this plays to our nine o'clock hour guest, China's playing chicken with our military. And this administration doesn't even realize it. That's another situation from the weekend that continues to happen. Nobody's stopping anything. This is what happens when you have the worst leadership in the history of this country that's running amok, doesn't know what's happening, refusing to debate other Democratic leaders. We already know what's happened down to square one when it comes to policing and crime. And then... You have a situation. Um, the owner of Trending Politics, Colin Rugg, tweeted yesterday, and he sent a picture. He showed a picture as well. His car was T-boned. Uh, this kind of gives you an idea of where this country is going. This was in California. Uh, you can look up Colin Rugg. I follow him on Twitter, uh, Trending Politics. I really like what they do over at Trending Politics. He says, quote, today I was T-boned by what appeared to be a drunk driver who stole a car. And then he had in quotes, it appeared to be hot-wired. The driver then started to run, but I grabbed him and sat him down on the sidewalk. About five minutes later, the suspect started sprinting down the street. I sprinted after him and tackled him into a construction fence. This is after he was T-boned. Guy tried to leave. Okay, Colin, sitting there with his fiance, said she was on the phone with police and was told, quote, I needed to let him go for safety reasons. What in the world? The driver then walked away and will probably never be found. Colin says, this is why California is turning into a shithole. Criminals are allowed to wreak havoc knowing they will get away with it. Yeah. The police and everyday citizens have their hands tied. Um, and that's frustrating because we do feel like we have our hands tied. Even the, those of us that fight and do things all the time, they keep tying our hands. We get a solution to one thing to try to fix it, and then they tie our hands again. But we can't stop fighting. We have to keep doing it. Robert says police is not law enforcement. Um, 
in all technicality, he's right. It's the judges at the end of the day. Well, Todd brings up a question too. Isn't it legal to do a citizen's arrest? I get where they're probably saying, well, just let them go safety. You don't want to get stabbed or you don't want to get shot. You know, you don't know who you're dealing with, but if somebody steals a car and I know that it's guessing conjecture at that point in time, you're never going to find that person ever. And they just T-boned Colin and his fiance thank God they were fine because we've seen all too often these situations happen where people are not fine when somebody steals a vehicle and is fleeing in this case they were not fleeing police but still t-boned another driver in this case Colin Rugg who decided to message it does that happen everywhere does it just happen in California it's certainly a situation that uh you Todd says it happens every day in St. Louis um, of course, mainstream media will never show this disgrace. Jay says, in California, they let folks go who were in charge with attempted murder. I get it. Those kind of things can happen. And we're starting to see those things happen. But when I saw that come down yesterday, I was like, my God, what would you do? Would you chase after somebody yes. if they took off? Yes, absolutely. Joe said, yes, yes. you said you 100%. would. percent. At least with a phone, a cell phone. Yes. Um, and I don't know, maybe they only had one phone. You've just been T-boned. It's so difficult. Sometimes you don't even know um, when crazy things happen. When you get put in a situation, you may do something you don't know. Um, but uh, Kevin says protecting yourself or others can lead to prison time in liberal cities. I mean, He's at least, not wrong. At least you get a phone. I mean, even if there's video... You don't know if this is an illegal in California. You don't know if he's registered. Right. You don't know if anybody has any idea if they're going to find him again. And then you're told you can't do anything about it. Um, and, and I don't know, you know how big, how strong, if the guy had anything, his age. Um, clearly, the Colin gentleman felt comfortable enough to grab him as he tried to walk away and sit him down on the sidewalk. Um but then, you know, five minutes later, he takes off. And I guess I'd like to know where they were because if it's five minutes later and police still aren't there, you know, how long is the response time in that part of California where they are that he's been sitting there for five minutes and then decides uh, to take off again? So anyway you do have to take care of yourself because often police officers do not show up to the scene because there's not enough of them anymore and it depends on the area how fast they can get there or how many square footage they're covering it's all you have to assume they're not going to show up for 20 minutes well aaron said remember you guys had a guy on the show that did prison time for shooting someone robbing He's his right. car uh yeah chuck flag we had in the show who's trying to um take care and of situations to get that deleted from his record right now at the uh the, the state level with the governor uh todd says confrontation is a thing of the past for me because everything now is a gun battle it's just not worth it uh unless they're coming into my house game over so anyway um I, i'm glad that colin from trending politics uh put that out there yesterday so we could at least get an idea of some of these situations you don't know i mean hell that could happen to any one of us at any point in time that you're dealt a situation like that and you have to deal with it. Um, some other headlines. This is cancel this cancel the show.com. I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks in studio running the board co-hosting Tabitha Hassel has the day off taking care of some things regarding her, 
her rental and housing uh, job. Also, Eric Johnson uh, en route. And we've also got Projo here taking care of the thing. Go to canceltheshow.com. You can check out all of our original content Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, and all the time at canceltheshow.com. Please like, subscribe, share the show. Uh, hit those like buttons, the thumbs up buttons. Um, share the show. It helps us. You can send stars as well. We appreciate when you do that. Also, when you jump in, donations welcome as well. And of course, you're always welcome on the show too. Coming up tomorrow, we have our cancel uh, culture war show with businesses that are being, uh, well, let's just say backlashed upon. Uh, we'll break down several businesses who have really made an extra effort to attack kids, to go after kids from a sexual standpoint. And of course, we'll see what we can do there. Todd's no Tabitha did not throw out a hammy on the golf course on Friday. Um, <laughs> no, Tabitha moves very, eh, she does not move in a, in a way that's going to, she's very calculated. She's not going to be sprinting around to hurt a hammy. But I think she was all right. She had a great time at the St. Louis Blues alumni situation. Yes, we're a national show based out of the St. Louis, Missouri area. Uh, news, news headlines, uh, cancel culture, education, politics, business, and society. Uh, headlines from the week. And, uh, and coming up at 9 o'clock, we've got Michael Letts on to talk about the space war. It'll blow your mind what China is doing. And just because you don't hear about it in national news or local news or publications of any kind does not mean it's happening. Some of the information will be shocking to you, but that's coming up at nine with Michael Letts. Um, also, interesting headlines from the weekend, if anybody should care. Uh, Ex-FBI director James Comey. I mean, we know what James Comey is. We know what he's about. We know who he is doing things with, but he came out and said, oh yeah. He's like, the obvious choice for president has to be Joe Biden. <laughs> That is ridiculous. Uh, he's saying this while President Obama's ex-doctor is going on the record and talking about Joe Biden, quote, not being fit, quote, not being fit to be in office at this point in time. Texas Governor Greg Abbott talking about Dominion saying, quote, Dominion will not be used in the state of Texas that has a lot of people excited about what can possibly happen. But even if Dominion isn't used in the state of Texas, what's happening with mail-in ballots, with mail-in votes, that sort of thing, it's certainly going to be an issue, especially with as many legals that have come into the state of Texas. I know a lot of people are going, wait a second. I don't trust anything that could happen in Texas. It has been a strong red state for a long time. However, we're starting to see some things that are happening in different parts of that state, specifically Austin, that you never thought that you would see in the state of Texas when it came to, quote, um, liberal agendas being thrown at certain people, despite everything that's going on. Uh, we were just talking about the crime issue, the, the crime issue skyrocketing in D.C. And guess what? despite there being gun-free zones. Doesn't matter. Guns are not changing anything. Nothing whatsoever. Take guns away, crime continues to rise. Gee, gee, I think we've thought about this and talked several stories about this in the past. And by the way, if you think that Harvard is still the Harvard that it used to be, and I may piss off some Ivy Leaguers, but you know what? I don't give a damn. And here's why. And you can say, well, you weren't astute enough to go to an Ivy League school. Maybe not. But I can tell you this much. I know right from wrong. And I know when certain situations are situations you should avoid. Number one, we know Harvard and most Ivy League schools have turned into massively progressive, massively left universities. And it's unfortunate. Those 
higher institutions of learning. Um, do you really want your kids to go there? You, so you can say, I had this degree. I had that degree. Well, maybe, maybe not. But here's an issue. How can you not, and I repeat, how can you not look at Harvard in a different way when they continue to give teaching assignments to individuals who we all know have the brain power to that the level of brain power to lightly toast a piece of bread being given these situations case in point harvard university has hired former chicago mayor lori lightfoot i saw that that, that said <laughs> everything now if you were even thinking it was a liberal shithole, now you know it is. I mean, come on. That is Lori, <laughs> the super successful, super intelligent, Lori Lightfoot, former Chicago mayor, run out of town because she was so bad at her job, run out by liberals because she was so bad, is now being honored by Harvard University. So she's got a teaching gig at Harvard. Lizzie, if you can see what exactly, if can you look up to see exactly mm -hmm. what she is teaching? The only thing she could be teaching at Harvard is how to win office, how to scam voters and fail. Do not do what I did to become better than what I was. That's the only thing she could be voting or excuse me, going in to teach at Harvard university once you don't again, even want to know what she's going to be teaching. oh please let the, let our viewers and listeners she's know. tentatively titled as the health policy and leadership coordinator <laughs> what the heck what, what is she going to lead shootings and how to make your entire business or life just full of crime i guess that's what she's teaching uh, that's crazy we're not being mean here she yes, was, we are. She, was, she was a total no we're bringing up facts she was a That's total true. she was a total failure as chicago mayor run out by extreme left liberals and harvard finds her so intelligent so fascinating what what is the title again lizzie that they have given her a she teaching is gig? like the health policy and leadership coordinator so I don't know <laughs> what exactly what? she's going to teach exactly. I How to run Chicago. That was good. I don't think so. So I don't. And they said tentatively. So I don't know what exactly they're doing with her. But that's what she's supposed to do is health and safety and wellness. Have you seen how she looks? And I'm not being mean. This is a fact, too. She used to be a lovely looking lady. And somewhere down the line, if you look at her eyes now, they're like really dark and soulless. I mean, I guess she could teach people how to be soulless. I guess that's how she could do it. I, and, and like Aaron saying, how to lock down a city when you're scared of a flu. We, she could do that. I bet that is what that's about. I, I just, I, I don't know. What does Harvard get out of this? I don't know. I won't mention the person's name, but I know somebody that graduated from Harvard a year ago and is still not working. And I don't know if he can't find a job or do you doesn't know, want to find a job. Do you know job. what he was studying by chance? Uh, to be a principal. Okay. So, I mean, there you go. Aaron says she sold her soul to Satan like many other politicians, and that's why Harvard 
is bringing her in. I'm sorry. Yeah. But if you have a child at Harvard and you have busted your ass to get into that school, or if you went to Harvard, if you know anybody at Harvard, how could you look at this formerly prestigious school in the same light? I know a girl who goes there. I know a family member and I know, not a family member of mine, but a family member of of a guy that I know. And his son has a dream to maybe go there as well. Maybe play some lacrosse. And you, I mean, really, I just get a feeling that it will be status quo. Oh, okay, Lori Lightfoot at Harvard. What? Yeah, no big deal to them, I guess. I mean, that just shows the mentality of the people that are going there, that if they don't have a problem with it, they think this is okay. They think that crime and putting a mask on and vaccinating or whatever you do to your arm um, is a good thing. And that's what she's going to be teaching, I think, when the next pandemic comes along she's going to be pushing that and pushing uh, that. so that, that's what's going uh, on so there you go Lori lightfoot uh at harvard no word from uh the ap that kim gardner is also being given an assignment under Lori lightfoot at harvard but uh, if that happens we'll certainly let you know she is getting her nursing license right isn't yes. it we talked yes, about nursing degree during the uh, day she was getting it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. maybe Lori lightfoot who was a friend of hers um or they knew each other might be doing something from that standpoint um also headlines from around the country this kind of was surprising to me youtube is now allowing anyone to post information regarding 2020 election misinformation when it comes to their policy so up until the point you were not allowed to say anything on the yt but now on the yt you can so that shocked me when i read the story you can say what you want regarding quote election misinformation from 2020 on yt i don't know if anybody had run into anything like that before um we know what's happened with twitter and that's kind of an issue um todd says it's because tucker's going on there ha 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 yeah maybe and it's because it's so many years later that they know there's not a darn thing we can do about it all this truth comes out two to three years later because it's a lot of people aren't thinking about it anymore nobody cares and the people that do care can't do anything about it yeah that could be I mean, you're, you might be onto something, that's for sure. Um, but it is interesting when we've talked so much, and I mean so much about where you can talk, where you can say what you want to say without facing consequences of any kind. But while that's happening, um, where you're allowed to do that on YT, how about this? Democratic presidential hopeful, Robert Kennedy Jr., who has already called out the president on several occasions, who has a base that's gaining from Democrats, including Jack Dorsey, who created Twitter, Foursquare, St. Louis native, who said voters last week deserve better. And it's not fair to voters after watching Joe Biden trip over himself for the umpteenth time. Robert Kennedy Jr. has been banned from Instagram. Isn't that crazy? That tells you everything (laughs) you need to know. And Mary, one of our listeners, has been saying the whole time that if you have to vote for a Democrat, that's the person that you vote for. And she proved that right, because if they're banning him, you know he's saying the truth that the left doesn't want out. So, I mean, what have we come to when you now have the Democratic presidential hopeful Robert Kennedy Jr. being banned 
from Instagram. Are you kidding me? Yeah, what that's awful. What the hell is going on? And we know who Instagram is associated with, and that's fine. We'll leave it there. But this man has already been told, you're not going to be allowed to debate Joe Biden, the worst president in the history of this country, with the worst administration. And now we're going to ban you from Instagram. They're afraid. They're afraid of him. I, I don't get it. I could not find out why or what he said to this point in time that he was getting pushback from Instagram, but that's happening. So conservatives, if you have an issue with any of these platforms, it's not just you. It's also the man that's going after the highest office in the land, president of the United States. Um, I, you, you can't make this stuff up. And um, it's just another headline. One other quick headline, because uh, there were so many today that we were trying to get to, to get all of that out. And this is something that kind of leads into our topics tomorrow. Uh, Disney Plus, supposed to be a family-friendly network, family-friendly shows, has now green-lighted a new show about a young girl who's falling in love with the devil. Disney Plus, once again, a family entertainment promoted network has now green-lighted a brand new show about a girl who's falling in love with the devil. If that's for you, fantastic. If it pisses you off, then you know what you do. You can turn it off. You can get the word out and you can move from that standpoint. Once again, it's the little bit of poison that can be put in everything that's sweet that we think's fine. And then two days later, two months later, two years later, two decades later, you're like, holy crap, what has happened to our country? They keep messing with our kids, and that's what's going to be their demise. You can mess with adults, but grandparents, parents, aunts, and uncles that are normal, and what I mean by normal is they're not sick in the head that they want to do drag queen shows for kids and and talk sexually to children. So it will hurt them if they do that. It will, I mean, Walt Disney is already rolling over in his grave. I can't even imagine what he would be saying about that. I've, I've, heard, I've heard different things about that. I have two, but I can't back it up. I can't back up that Walt Disney was some sort of Satanist um, pride lover. I, I can't back that up. I can back up that he was a family man that wanted to provide great um, entertainment for children. But I mean, I didn't know him personally, so I don't know. I don't know. It, it makes you wonder what the hell is going on because all of this is going on. And at the same point in time, when you have Disney doing something like this, it leads into what's happening, not only with some of these stores that we've gotten used to shopping at, that a backlash is going in, but Disney Plus when it comes to that level of what's actually happening, what's going on. Um, I I don't know. I mean, we, we're worried about our kids. We talk about it. We say that we're worried about this country. Um, but so many things are happening right now. So many things to try to keep in, to keep track of. It is extremely difficult. Um, one other alarming headline that has come out that we are trying that we need to talk about is something that we've mentioned on this show, and it's getting worse. The American birth rate is plummeting. Not in some states, but overall. It's plummeting. How does that affect our country? The Wall Street Journal 
ran a story at the end of last week talking about this sharply down, birth rate in America sharply down from 15 years ago. Now, women in this story that the Wall Street Journal did are saying that economic and social obstacles are causing them to have fewer children than they want. But the reasons that they cited, affordability. While repaying student loans, they said men lacking earning power compared to the female cohort and women being better educated than men and the teen birth rate has dropped, here you go, 78% since 1991 to contraception access. But the new low birth rate has a significant negative implication for national viability. And this goes into so many branches off the tree. Um, the article cited that President Biden proposing paid family leave, subsidized child care, and federally funded preschools ways to maybe convince people to have more kids. Well, you, you would like patriotic people that would allow But it them. all gets into, quote, financial factors. Most of these mm-hmm. are financial factors. Well, we don't have enough money to have kids, but we mm-hmm. can't do that. Um, we're having less kids, and you look at our population. Does that affect us with the job market? Does it affect us with protecting this country in years to come? Yep. Um, does this country um, become, have a different makeup, a different look? Yeah. Um, Europe, if you didn't see, uh, is becoming, and this, and if it's good, bad, whatever, indifferent, it's becoming Muslim, Muslim, Muslim by the day when it comes to breaking down the amount of people coming well, into this country, who's having children and who's not. Why do you think that is? I don't know, Eric. It is, it's, it's, it's definitely something that is uh, being thought about. Muslim, well, first of all, the United States people, the people that founded this country, and I've been thinking about that a lot, they, they basically believe that you can, you, if you're happy and you are patriotic, that there's a su- certain type of person that will not go willingly to a one world government. And that would be the American people, the people that basically invented liberty and self-governance and basically a strong, we're kind of the last cog in the international wheel. And if you're Muslim, you're used to kind of, I hate to say it, but you're kind of used to being led around. This is, we know who the, who is ruling us. We know we're not going and doing a bunch of elections, but we are, we're the last bastion of that. And they're trying to break it down. You can see it. You can see it. It's in the demographics. If if white people don't have kids anymore, that's a, that would be a good thing to their cause. The demographics of this country are the last thing to stand in the way of the one world government. I mean, when we're trying spot on. When we're trying to figure out the mosaic. Remember, we were talking about the who, who, who you know playing the game Clue. What's in the envelope? You have to put that into the pieces, right? It is interesting. Yes. The highest birth rate are mostly countries in Africa right now. As of the the CIA World Factbook, that up to 2021, Niger was number one, Angola two, Mali three, Uganda four, Benin five, Chad six, the Congo seven, mm-hmm. South Sudan eight, Somalia nine, and Mozambique coming in at 10. Now, the countries with the least, least birth rate? And they're all really tight. I mean, like tight, tight. They're all there. Monaco, number one. South Korea, two. Andorra, three. 
Japan 4, Taiwan 5, Greece 6, Puerto Rico 7, Portugal 8, Spain 9, and Bulgaria 10. So I didn't see the United States in the top 10 when it came to the birth rates. But when it comes to the United States and the birth rate, and I have been told by economists, and I know this gets controversial, that the lower the birth rate, the lower the population in the United States, the worse it is for our economy. It is. Well, that, duh. And then you have globalists who will say, well, our birth rate is too high. We need to. We have we so much space on this. The excess no. fat off. Have, you, have, you, ever, have you ever driven through the country? There, we have so we can much put, land We could put 4,000 St. Louis cities in the country, that we in the space we that could. we have in this country. We could. Mm-hmm. You know, now, whether we have the resources to support that anymore, the way that they're doing business, I mean, you could put three or four nuclear plants in a state and, and have energy in every state. You could, have, uh, you could have fossil fuels running through this country. We would have more than enough energy. You could get rid of this ludicrous and stupid... Uh, electric car thing that's going to bankrupt this country eventually because first of all you can't even afford to buy a damn electric car but getting back to all of that it's part of the mosaic it's part of it's probably the most important part of the stuff that we don't talk about to be honest with you is the build the demographic buildup of this country you were talking earlier about texas being a red state Yes. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't put any chips on that one anymore. The way that they're running Austin and they're, the way that they're running, it's turning blue. Yes, period. they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. It's it's on purpose. Exactly what you're saying, and we don't talk about it enough because if we do, then we're considered racist. When you have to, when you have to semi worry about Beto O'Rourke, you're right. in trouble. <laughs> right. You're in, in trouble. When you have to trouble. hold your breath. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're in a little bit of trouble. Okay. Big trouble. Are are Texas Republicans and conservatives really having to worry about Beto still? What, what, I thought just he the was, fact that they had to I in the first that, place. I thought. Th- yeah. I thought that. Yeah. I don't think he's relevant as much anymore. But he was the number one gun state on the planet, and he's coming saying, "I'm ta- I'm coming for your guns," and he is literally in the race within a few percentage points right? of winning. Come yeah. on, man. Something's going on. And we're going to be talking more uh, about gun issues, NRA issues, Metro Shooting Supply. Stephen King, uh, he'll, he'll be in later this week as well, I believe Thursday, to talk about those issues as well, because there's a lot going on. Uh, Eric Johnson's here. Lizzie Sparks running the chat lines, co-hosting as well. I'm Vic Faust. Projo on the boards, taking care of everything that's going on. Coming up here in just under 15 minutes, we're going to talk with Michael Letts um, about everything that's happening right now regarding the situation with China. And China is crushing it when it comes to space. Now, they've got their issues, like America does, when it comes to you know their population, when it comes to their money, when it comes to their finances, when it comes to their debt. But in many instances, they are way ahead of the United States, and that includes their mission to go to Mars, their mission in outer space. Why is it such a big deal? Uh, Michael Letts has become an expert on this. We're going to be speaking with him coming up uh, in about 14 minutes. Um, also, thought this was kind of funny. Guys, another headline, because we had a million headlines today. We're a show based out of the St. Louis area, but Albert Pujols is now a national commentator. Oh, Lord. Mm. <laughs> are they are they using AI on his voice to make him actually <laughs> whatever Albert says someone translates uh, he's, I, I saw those headlines coming out this weekend I was he's a, a future Hall of Famer for our, our listeners who may not be sports savvy or interested in sports but as our Facebook leader says yeah Ming yeah Ming 
Ming. Yeah, Ming. Ming. I, I, I've got this going on, but kudos to Albert Pujols, who is now in the booth. Is he for Intelemundo, by chance? <laughs> that would work. He might be. <laughs> um, we have to get into that. Something else that just was um, released today that Elon Musk jumped on to, guys. Farmers uh, torturing, torching Ireland's government. Proposal to slaughter 200,000 cows to meet the EU climate change goals. You've got to be kidding me. So Elon Musk trying to bring this out. You now have farmers going after Ireland of all countries says we need to kill 200,000 cows because we need to get to climate change goals. That's so weird. This is one of the craziest, most bizarre things that I have heard. Now, let me give you a deep dive again. You may remember... I brought this up on our podcast about a month ago. I met a guy who focuses and spends a lot of money, and he's an investor when it comes to the farming industry. And and I said, it's an absolute joke that we want to get rid of cows. Come on, it's natural. And he's like, well, yes and no. Here's the problem. He says cows are emitting bad, quote, gases into the environment. And I started to laugh. He's like, I know you would laugh. Most people do, but here's the problem. It's because humans are not feeding them what we used to feed them. Humans have become so selfish that they're trying to make so much money, fatten up cows so quickly, and not do things naturally that we're putting bad things into cows, feeding cows bad ingredients, and then it goes through the process of the cow, and it comes out, which is bad for the environment. And I said, enough that we need to start killing cows. And he said, that's the debate right now. Do you believe that? I mean, well, I do believe that they're giving them really bad things and that it's much cheaper and everybody's trying to make a profit, but I don't think that their cow farts are so bad that we need to go around and burps and burps. Yeah. I forgot about the, yeah, now come on. I think there's more bad stuff that comes out of AOC's mouth than any cow. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, I'm sorry. Some people say she's a horse. So, I mean, there you go. Well, I can't comment but on that. Just but just keep in mind, what. if this kind of crap is going on in Ireland, you know, it, th- those same things, if you can get it pushed somewhere in other countries, it's only a matter of time where it's being tried to push here. Of Cow course. farts, just another. It already is being tried to be. To what are you talking about? Agenda. You see what's happening in California with the, uh, what is it, the pig farmers or something like that? There, there's all kinds of laws that are, that are it's regulations that are attacking mm-hmm. our yeah. good farmer. Well, that's why we need Governor Parson on this. we got to find out what's going on and from the inside out. next two weeks. We have to figure out what's going on from the inside out of all of this Correct. stuff. You know, land, purchasing of land and who, how. It's because Americans have grown stupid. We're dumb. We don't understand what's going on in our own country. There comes a price to being a free nation. And the price is... You better know what's going on behind the scenes. Right. No one's doing it, you know, unless you do that, they're going to be doing it for you. If it comes to a, the country, this country, we've, we've proven that if your, your government takes away something that's vital to your security, when they shut down the XL pipeline, I thought that the American people were going to rise up. And they didn't really. And they didn't. It's and they so didn't. so disappointing. They didn't. And it was the most important thing. I just thing. didn't know what they were going to be able to do. 
They were going to rise we do as Americans. Because in the old days in politics, if you did something really bad and stupid, they were going out of their ways to fix things, right? They were, no, no, okay, yeah, this isn't pulling very well. Dude, shutting down the XL pipeline, that's really a bad idea. But the American people are so stuck in TikTok, in Instagram, in Twitter, in transsexual garbage, in whatever, Mm-hmm. That this is a product of that, and now you're seeing Ireland take on the government. Two hundred thousand bovine about to be slaughtered because of fallacious flatulence. Well, farmers yeah. are trying to battle yeah. back, right? <laughs> right. Now. They're right? trying. The farmers are going. Wait a second. We're not going to sit back and let this happen. We'll see where Ireland goes with this. But the fact that the government is trying to force the slaughtering of two hundred thousand cows just to become. EU compliant for yeah, their that, climate change in Ireland? Who would have thought that we'd get to a point like that? Thank God farmers are trying to fight back. Will they have any say? I don't know. But it is a serious topic. It's a serious story that's going out there that I can't believe we're actually talking about. Yeah, it's the, when you look at the EU, it's a mini version of the one world system. Mm-hmm. It's all of these countries that should be able to go into their own governance and say... This is not good for us. Yeah, we're not going to do it. Kind of like China. China's exact. China's like, yeah, this whole thing about not building power plants. Yeah, we're out on that one. Sorry. Have hey, good luck with that, that green agenda that you're doing. You, but we will sell you the batteries for your stupid ass electric cars. So come on over here. We'll sell you all the the batteries you need for your green agenda. But it is going to take us a lot of power to do that for you guys. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Alexander uh, from Raising Sales, our marketing guy, says sports captures the demographic that traditionally causes unrest and rebellions who obsess over athlete stats and team identities. Interesting. Uh, Jay says when the world starts starving, maybe everyday people will finally wake the hell up. I think that's what it's going to take because the they, whoever they are, and the government have done so much to us, no. locked us down, wanted to put poison in our arms, uh, let crime just run rampant on the streets. And now they're, you know, well, not now. They've been saying it for a while and the cow farts and people don't even do anything even the people i went to so many trump rallies and saw so many people wanting to elect him both in 16 and 2020 people who i thought were badass but they caved i mean i was with thousands of them and i would say half of them and i'm not exaggerating when i say that half of them put masks on their face they didn't like it they were afraid to lose their job so they took their jab in the arm and they're just like well i don't know what i can do i don't know what i can do and so even those strong people sat at home eating bomb-bombs taking biden's money well aaron bland says guys it's also happening in the united states replying to what i said i'm not sure about the extent of what's actually happening in the us of a compared to ireland and other places he says quote All these food processing plants mysteriously having fires, which we saw, the latest one in Texas, which I believe did kill about 180,000 cows, mysteriously having fires, accidents, etc. Look up cattle mass death in Kansas just last year or the year before. Okay, we'll have to take that up. We'll we'll trust you on that. He says cattle just randomly mass off die. Come on now. There are things here going on that we're not looking at. Um, Drew responded to what you said, Lizzie, self-preservation. People do what they do sometimes just to live another day. I, and I agree. They do. On Be- TikTok. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They do. And I get self-preservation. Nobody wants to protect their kid more than a mama, but you also have to teach them to be brave and be uncomfortable instead of just doing what they said. Uh, er- Eric, it's utterly unbelievable. <laughs> From the uh, Facebook nice. that was there good. are that was good. good. That but he says they're good. creating food insecurity, maybe. But once again, it's all about control. Um, it is. It, These guys know that they can get. They, I know what they're doing. It's the uh, it's the frog in the water and the very slow boil. You bring one in at a time, one ridiculous thing in at a time. Oh, there's another ridiculous thing, and then before you know it, all doors are guarded against. You, you're surrounded. There's nothing you can do anymore. What's going to happen when there's 10... Di- I mean, I'm serious. This is very simple. This is a new one. Let's go kill a quarter of a million cows. It somehow feeds into this bizarre eat crickets narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That I'm starting to see on Fox News all the time. Yep. Oh, this is a, de- a delicious cricket burger, man. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, he's <laughs> um, not wrong. <laughs> it all, all of the tentacles kind of, before you know it, if you're an American on TikTok and you're, you're just not awake, you're going to look up one day and you're going to have no farms around you anymore. It's going to be all government controlled um, property. Mm-hmm. You're going to have no oil. The oil is not coming to this country. It's going to go to China. You know why? Because China is very happy to buy your oil and there's no, you're not going to OPEC and, and bitching at them about not producing enough oil. So all the oil is going to go. Th- there are, it's already happened, guys. I'm, ta- I'm sorry to say, the happened. plane has already hit the damn yep. side of the mountain and now they're just doing the cleanup. That's uh, where we're at right yeah, now, no, guys. You're right. Here, did you ever watch the movie? Um, um, what's the name of that movie? The one with uh, Mockingbird. Uh, gosh, uh, what's the movie with? Um, oh God, I'm I'm drawing a blank right now, but uh, it'll come to me. We'll let you think about it. Trust me, it'll come to me. <laughs> uh, Hunger Games. Oh yes. yes oh yes. yes, yes. We are living, living in the Hunger damn Games. Hunger Games. We are. I went up we to are. Illinois. I went we up are. to Illinois, and these beautiful little towns back in the fifties and sixties. Yes. You know that they were amazing. The kids would come outside, Vic, in their in their in their little outfits to go to school, and they would run there with their books, and they would be smart, mm-hmm. and they would come home, and the dogs would be walked, and all the the, the lawns would be. <laughs> and the houses would look nice and dad was working in a union situation in Illinois and this is the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Oh my God. These towns look exactly like the Hunger Games now. The elite... The elite are never going to live in these little towns, no. right? And they're only going to put their thumb on these little ass towns. But my God, the people are so grateful to go work for the the, uh, the highway department uh, owned by the government and, yes. and have their nice little... What used to be an, uh, a beautiful little Midwestern home is now dilapidated, but these people, it is crazy. What If you go watch the Hunger Games and watch the parallels and where we're at. Yes, it's the same with the Truman Show. And, I feel, and, it, and it all started on, on a revolution of some sort, I believe. And basically, they think that, that the J6 stuff was their revolution. Now we can put our thumb on top of the MAGA guys. That's Eric Johnson, Lizzie Sparks, Projo running the boards. I'm Vic Faust. Tabitha's off today. When we come back after this quick break, we're going to be talking with Michael Letts. He's the founder and president and CEO of Invest USA. Is China about to weaponize space, including the moon? It may sound crazy, but just wait till you hear what Michael has to say. You will not want to miss this interview when it comes to what China's doing as we worry about all these issues that we have going on in the United States 
like cow farts. You've got to be kidding me. Uh, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com, back in just two minutes. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles, real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale, plus get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, it gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100 plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands like Absolutely, does, yeah. Right? If, if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job. So make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your Rockwood charcoal. Let's talk roofs. Voted best roofing pro in all of St. Charles County, RJR and Associates Roofing has been protecting people from the chaotic Missouri weather for over 20 years. Business and homeowners, whether you need to patch a leaky roof or it's just time for a completely new one, RJR has got you covered. Just call our buddy Ron today at 314-852-5074. That's 314-852-5074. Marco, wait, what? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right, we are hiring, we want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right, 636-488-4473. Dad and service! Oh yeah, and service. Hey guys, welcome back into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust. Deb of the Hassle's off today, taking care of some real estate issues. Eric Johnson's here. Lizzie Sparks running our live chat, as she always does, on multiple platforms. And of course, Projo taking care of the engineering side. 8 to 10 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, CancelThisShow.com. You can watch us live, you can watch us taped, and you can listen to us anytime. Once again, all those platforms on CancelThisShow.com. Uh, we welcome you back in for this January 5th podcast. We've promoted it. I've told you guys it was a guy you should jump back in to check out with an interview. I'm talking about Michael Letts, the founder and president and CEO of InvestUSA. Grateful for his time today when it comes to what in the world is going on with China. Now, as far-fetched as the idea may sound, um, we're going to hear from this law enforcement veteran 
about why Americans should be concerned because China suspiciously escalated its space program. Now, you hear things here and there, but what do we really know? A lot of us aren't studying that every day. Hell, we're talking about all the backlash from go woke, go broke companies and those situations that are going on. But now we talk to our expert, Michael Letts joins us. Michael, good morning. Thanks for jumping in on CancelThisShow.com. How concerned should we be about what China is doing in space? Well, we need to be very concerned about it, Vic. It's always a privilege to be on your show, and thank you for this opportunity. You know, for quite some time, let's give your uh, viewers, your listeners, a little bit of background. Obviously, China is a communist uh, society, has never been uh, in favor of the freedoms and the democracy that we enjoy in this country. And as such, they have one objective. Communism always has an objective. It's world dominance. Well, Russia has the same thing, but uh, China was not up to par as Russia or the Soviet Union, shall we say. The Soviet Union initially was at the time. We started our space program back in the 60s, as you recall, under Kennedy. And there was the race. Everybody remembers the big race between the Soviet Union and the United States of America, so who would get the first man on the moon, who would uh, explore space first, et cetera, et cetera. And, of course, uh, the United States of America won that race. But uh, we kind of basically, okay, we've won. Let's move on to something else. Russia has continued to escalate and move forward on its space program. They developed the International Space Station. But where was China in all of this? Well, China wasn't at that point yet where it was fully developed and able to keep up and move forward as um, the Russia and the United States were. So, of course, there is also probably an ulterior motive. China did not want to be on a program that was run by various nations. You know, there's a treaty with the International Space Station that uh, those that participate, the United States of America, the former Soviet Union, Russia, and other participants, that they would never use the space for militarization. Well, China is not a part of that treaty because China did not opt to become a part of that space program. Instead, what did they do? They opted to do their own. They've got their own space station, and then they've got their own uh, space programs. And now, take keep that in mind. How You have to remember this about China, about communist China. Everything that is done in China is ultimately run through its military program. The military controls China. Everything that's done pushes their communist agenda of world dominance. So keep that in mind. Any program they participate in, one especially that they put money in, they have an objective to, they have a mind. Their happenstance doesn't occur in China. Yeah, It's all well thought out and planned. Well, let's talk about real briefly, give an overview, then we'll pick it back into the space issue. So China has decided that if it's going to have world dominance, who what is standing in the way? Well, the United States of America or what's left of it. The United States of America and our freedoms and our democracies still pose a major issue to world dominance by China. So what can they do to further assist in bringing about the demise of this great nation? Well, they picked up a couple of things in the last couple of decades that have worked exceptionally well for them. First of all, let's talk about how they're going to uh, deal with our populace internally. Two things that are keeping them from being world dominant. American populace, which has a love for freedom. And second of all, American populace, which has a love for firearms. And we're an armed nation makes it a little harder to, over, to, to take it over to overthrow. So let's take a look at what they've done. Well, let's take a look at the populace to begin with. You know, China is the lead export for fentanyl. They've partnered. Yes, I'm using that word. They partnered with drug cartels. 
they have determined to make sure that they bring the across an open border. Now, before we talk about all that they've done, let's talk about how they're able to accomplish it real quickly, Vic. I think most of your audience knows, but you know, the Biden administration is beholden to and owned by the Chinese Communist Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can see that they've got put millions, 15 million, I think it's the count so far in rising as to what they have given to Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and this administration. You know, the uh, Chinese communists don't do anything for free. They give you $15 million, they expect something in return. And, of course, on this particular issue, we can't find anything in return that they have gotten. Uh, infrastructure, shall we say, hardware from the United States, other than access and policy decisions by Vice President Biden at the time, now President Biden at the time. And uh, so they're calling in, their chips are due, they're calling them in. And so now, how are they able to, first of all, accomplish destroying our young people? They're getting fentanyl across an open border. They push the open border policy. The uh, Biden administration is all too happy to comply because the fentanyl industry is the drug industry and human trafficking, sex trafficking, some of the biggest industries in the world. And they provide tremendous cash flow. And that cash flow goes back into people who support those policies, either the Democratic National Committee and Democrats uh, on the ballot itself. Uh, now, so they're using fentanyl to go after young people. They developed, uh, we know now, with the Wahoo Labs, uh, they developed the COVID-19 vaccine. That was a militarization program. Anybody that tells you otherwise has just uh, got their head in the stand. And so they used that program. Uh, they released that virus. No, it wasn't a deadly virus to destroy the entire world, but it was a trial run. No question about that. And what did they discover? They discovered two things about the American people. First of all, the American people respond to fear. We are willing to give up rights that we would never consider giving up because we're scared. We're scared that we're going to catch a virus and scared to die. And, of course, we all put our faith in the great U.S. government. The U.S. government will defend us from everything. That's a, uh, well, we can talk about that in a minute. I think everybody knows the answer to that. So the uh, COVID-19, how did they use the administration again? Not under the Trump administration, interestingly enough. It was only under the Biden administration. They decided to make the vaccine mandatory for first responders and for the military. Now, we all know, Vic, that that vaccine has tremendous health implications. There have been millions of deaths, at least hundreds of thousands of deaths, millions of cases where it have caused severe injury to those who have taken it. So they took a good swipe at the military and first responders. We we lost thousands of first responders who just were fired because they refused to take the vaccine. We've got thousands more who are now on the uh, permanent disabled list because they've taken the vaccine. Same with our military. We uh, lost just thousands and thousands of good men. We're talking about special ops, people that have been trained uh, that you can't put a price tag on how much money we put into getting their training to where it is. They had to quit. They were fired. They were dismissed, discharged for refusing to take the vaccine. And of course, now we know all the health implications that many of our service, young service members have because of having taken it. So they went after our young people. They went after our first responders. They went after our, our law, our, our military. They continue to go after our military through the electronic uh, spy program. We all know the balloons. It's interesting. Again, what did the Biden administration do? They wait until you come in and get all the information you're looking for by hovering the balloons overhead. Then once you go out to see, then we decide to shoot you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's meaningless. They made sure that the Biden administration had everything that they needed for those satellite programs. Some other uh, interesting facts that perhaps your uh, viewers and listeners don't know, they have Chinese police stations here on American soil violating national sovereignty. We have 13 of them that we're aware of so far. The count is rising continuously on a daily basis. What do they do? 
they go into a city, New York being one, San Francisco being another, and I can just continue to name them off. They buy uh, or rent space close to a police station so that they can put in electronic eavesdropping devices. They monitor dissidents that come from China because, you remember, they don't want anybody criticizing China or its communist policies. They harass those people that do, and now they're using it to harass American citizens. These are actual Chinese police agents. First time that anything has been done is when there got to be enough publicity to where there was pressure put on the Biden administration. The Department of Justice issued some arrest warrants, but they, here's what's interesting. They put out the list of those people way in advance so that those in those Chinese stations in New York were quickly able to leave China, uh, the United States, go back to China, and be replaced by counterparts, by different uh, agents that came back and continued to pick up where they left off. So you can see they're building their network of intelligence. They're doing what they can to destroy our infrastructure. You know they've, they've gone after us in terms of our economic system, the banking system, some of the collapses that we've had out on the West Coast. And now what is the next stage they've done? Well, they've got their, their space program. And so they determine why is the space program particularly important to us? What is the relevance? Mm -hmm. What is the uh, basis behind what they're trying to do? You know, when it comes to military prioritization in terms of you know, nuclear devices, intelligence gathering from satellites, et cetera, et cetera, there's no better place to be, Vic, than to be in space. Yeah. And no, we are. I, we we yeah. got it. You've got a ton of information. Talking with Michael Letts, the founder and president and CEO of Invest USA. Um, you, I feel like we could just pull the string and you'd go for like 10 hours. No, that's good. There's it a ton good. of great. concerning material right there that blows people. It should blow people's minds. Okay. Here's the thing. When listening to you, it seems like we are always doing the headlines that you talk about. You talk about how $15 million Biden's in the back pocket of China. Yeah, everything you said, we have a headline about what, why why are we so asleep as Americans and why is the military so asleep and what is going on and this doesn't exactly where are we going with all of this I mean we're bankrupting our country we got the open border policy everything you say we we kind of you know the American people know okay right. make some sense of that now now make some sense of it all right let's make sense. remember I told you there's two objectives uh, for world dominance you we have to destroy the democracy that America has and we have to destroy the firearms that its citizens possess let's talk about the second aspect and yes China money is behind what I'm fixing to tell you and we can prove it uh, so when you're talking about firearms we have the Second Amendment everybody's pro Second Amendment of course certainly I am everybody's good wow wow we got the Second Amendment nothing can ever happen to this country mm -hmm. not true Here's what they have attempted to do because they remember this is not happenstance. This is a well thought out policy and procedures that they've implemented. So what did they do in the 60s, 70s and the 80s? Mm -hmm. OK, we're going to put people in Congress. We're going to do away with the Second Amendment. Ah, didn't work too well because the American people at least caught on to that. Don't do that. I mean, there were a few of them that passed through, but not many. Now we could get the support to get it done. Mm -hmm. So what happened with COVID? People respond to fear. So what have they done now? They have implemented a state of fear across this country for violent crime. How did we get to that point? Let's talk about that. Well, briefly. was that was that on purpose or was it like just an opportunity that they took? No, it's on. It was on purpose. It was well planned. You say, how could you say that? Well, you take a look at the criminal uh, issue before. Mm. It did not spike near the way it has in the last decade. What has happened in the last decade? There's been the creation of Black Lives Matter and Antifa. George Floyd issues and others. Mm. What did they do with those opportunities? Well, very simple. They ordered law enforcement to stand down. They had mainstream media go out and film. So here you've got 
cities burning, people rioting, uh, beating each other up in the streets. And then you go to a shot of a line of officers just standing there. Hmm. And what was the implication that they wanted America to know? Gee, these are the people you're paying to defend you? Yeah. They're racist. They're buffoons. They're idiots. Now, notice their emphasis was only on city and state police, nothing on federal, only on city and state police. And so they begin to do a perception that they're buffoons. They don't know what they're doing. So then we go to the next stage. Well, if they're buffoons, why are we paying them? Let's have a defund the police movement. We can do much better by getting counselors and other people out here to reduce crime. Was that organic? We, was that an organic push? I always wondered that. It was that. Did that just come out of nowhere, or was that fed by somebody like a George yeah, it was, Soros? It, it was fed by Soros. This is all and the communists. Here's the interesting thing: you go back and look at the money. Uh, Soros is not the only one funding these. Communist Chinese Party has an active role in where their money yes, goes. They do. To Don't they have an active role when it comes to the situation and the fight against Americans owning um, their own guns and Second Amendment rights? Because we they hear do. headlines and we see headlines, and some some degree has been attached to quote Chinese media against guns in the United States. Well, you know, uh, China again. You remember we talked about it as we first got onto your show. They have an ultimate objective, folks. China is not stupid. There are some brilliant people and they have decided this is the objective now how do we get there we don't just sit around and say well what's going on today let's take a look at they have a well thought out orchestrated plan to reach their objective and now we're talking about the guns issue so they went in to defunding the police they created a sense among law enforcement that you're not appreciated we're not going to give you the necessary equipment that's one of the reasons why we have charity that i represent here today invest usa you can see my my vest in the background and officers need those vests all across the country we can talk about that in a minute but they made sure that officers were no longer paid for what they were uh the worth that they have they've never been paid but at least they de- they de-escalated that they actually took money away from it by defunding the police made sure they didn't have the necessary equipment and put out a basically broadcast across America. Law enforcement is a very poor choice for a career. You as a young person don't want to go into that mess. Nobody likes you. Everybody hates you. They're not going to give you anything for it. So why would you consider raising a badge? Now look what they have, the scenario they have created. We have our law enforcement, our first responders, who many were put out because they wouldn't take the vaccine. They were fired. We now have many that are quitting because, quite frankly, it is never has there been a time in our history where there have been more officers attacked and killed in the line of duty. Morale is lower than it's ever been. Suicide rate is higher than it's ever been in first responders. And now we have nobody that wants to take their place. So we have people, law enforcement officers, that say, you know what, I've had enough. Here's what's shocking, Vic. We had over 3,000. I want that figure to sink into you for a minute. 3,000 New York PD officers who are willing to give up their pensions and walk away because they didn't think they could survive for another year or two before their their retirement office came. It was that bad in law enforcement. People walking away from their pensions to get out from it. When that story gets out, right now, let me tell you, as I go across this great country of ours all the time, handing out vests, talking with my fellow brothers in law enforcement, the number one issue is nobody wants to wear the badge anymore. We're losing them faster than we can retain them, and nobody wants to put on a badge. So what does that do, uh, Vic? Let's talk about the practicality of that for a minute. I give you protection with 100 men. Now I'm down to 70, 60. You're still expecting the same protection. What do I have to do to my 60 men now to get that 
comparable to where I had the hunter. I'm overworking him to death. What do you think is going to happen to the other 60 that are getting overworked to death that I'm not paying them for? Remember, I have a defunding problem, and I have given them no support from yeah. their council or their, or their local government. We are headed to anarchy. You remember, that is the issue that the communists had. They wanted to destroy democracy, and they wanted to make sure that they seize our weapons. Now, how does this back into the weapons? I hear Yeah, I hear China's I, doing what I, they want to do. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you, and I totally uh, you're, you're dead on. I, I have these same thoughts every night. But I wondered to myself, is there any light at the end of the proverbial tunnel? I mean, I look, here's the thing. Oh, yeah. Are, are we, I mean, are they, we're awake enough to be really pissed off about transgender beer. And we're awake enough to not bring our kids to Target over the weekend when they're trying to do the show. Are we awake enough to go, wait a minute, what's going on around here? It, or, or do you think that this, like, like I said earlier, that the plane has already read, ran into the side of the mountain? No, I believe we're close. I believe if we don't grab that yoke and pull it back with all of our might. We will not clear them out. We're going to hit it broadside. But I believe there is enough time left to pull it back. And it's shows like yours, which is why I'm so excited to be on your show today, uh, that I think will make the difference. What is the difference that needs to be made? Well, let me real quickly finish telling you what's going to happen on the gun issue. So the feds have already said, they've already come out publicly, never fear the federal government is here. The buffoons, that's talking about the city and state police can't do it. We will step in. And by the way, let us tell you what our solution is. You know, violence is caused by guns, not by the people that shoot them. It's caused by the guns itself. So don't you worry. We're going to eliminate guns, and we're going to make sure this violence comes down. Uh, that's where they're headed. Now, how do we thwart their efforts to destroy what's left of this country? Well, we're at a point, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in the society of ours, to where our top law enforcement agencies, that's the Department of Justice, that's the FBI, are not just being weaponized and politicized. We're beyond that. Mm. They're actually committing felonious acts. When you take, let's be just use a, a quick illustration too, so that people don't say you're just running your mouth, you don't know what you're talking about. Let's take a look at felonious act from the FBI. Let's look at Russiagate. You know, there's a way we conduct criminal investigations, okay? First of all, you can make an accusation against me, Vic. And first of all, I have to determine whether it's a crime or not. You may not like the way I comb my hair. Nothing to it. I don't go to jail for that. So that case gets dismissed. But if you make an accusation, we do a cursory overview to see if there's any laws that have been violated. Well, the DNC and Hillary Clinton made a cursory overview that there was collusion between uh, the candidate, Donald Trump, and the Russian government. Mm -hmm. And so based on that, Cursory overview. Yes, that's a crime. We need to do it. What we call another cursory investigation, ah. and that's just to make sure: is there any substantiation to what you're saying? Okay, right. I can make accusations all day long. I got to have something, not everything, because that's what a full investigation does. But something to continue to open a file and to move forward. Well, they did that cursory overview, and here's what's interesting. In the response to that cursory overview, not only was it said, no, you don't have enough evidence, the evidence that they had was actually dispelled and proven to be false. It was false information coming from the DNC, from Hillary, from saying that, that there were connections with Russia when they were not. They knew that the information was not just not good enough. It was false. And everybody what had culpable deniability, correct? It was like every time you see CNN and you see Brennan and those guys, it's like, well, you got to be really safe about all this stuff, you know? And, and it makes you wonder China's involvement in all of this, which is why we had you on in the first place. And then, the, and then so what you're saying right now, I just, to, what I'm, 
How, and this is the question, how does the thousands of people in the CIA, FBI, DOJ, how do they have a cabal behind closed doors somewhere and they are all coordinated in this? And I'll give you one example. The one stupid-ass document in the, that they're trying to get from uh, Christopher Ray right yeah. now, how does Christopher Ray not just go, yeah, here's your document, have fun with it? I mean, see... It, how does, and was that document that was produced, is that going to be a thorn in the side of this whole operation? Oh, it's going to be a huge thorn is in the it, side, frankly. Or is it not? Or, or do they know how to handle, if you're th- doing something this big, don't you have a contingency for all of these little sidebar matters? They do have a contingency, Eric. Let's talk about, I'll, I'll give a quick sidetrack to what you're talking about there. Let's talk about their, their contingency, not Mars, but their contingency. Uh, yes, it's going to have a huge implication the uh, the issue, uh, the form, uh, and the information of the witnesses because they're all credible. So, what are they? What is their two major thrusts that they use? You'll notice in every case, not just in a few, every case, mm-hmm. their first initial defense is, "Oh, you're right. We need to take a look at this. It's now under investigation. Cease comment. Cease discussions. Nothing else can be ah. said about it. We'll get back to you. Now, it may take us ten years." But we will get back to you once we have decided whether there's anything of merit here. They bury it. Mm-hmm. Second thing they do while they're doing that is then they go, because remember, they have the information. They go to the witnesses. You know what? You screwed up. You open your mouth again, and we're going to make sure you, uh, you're not around any longer. And, yes, our government does that now. Shameful. That's what the Russians did. It's the Soviet Union used to do. Uh, but, yes, our government's involved with that now. And so that's how they keep these things under lid. But unfortunately, I think the American people, here's how we solved all those issues okay. that you're talking about. Because of the fact that, you know, those, and what I was telling you about on the issue with the FBI, when you use false information, you know it's false, to proceed warrants and, mm-hmm. and, and investigations, that's a felony. That's not a misdemeanor. That's a felony. Right. You have committed a felony. Our Department of Justice, your Attorney General lies to Congress. I will not in any way involve myself in the investigations of the president's son. And then you find out it's the attorney general who is ordering the IRS agents to be disbanded and all. That's not the obstruction of justice. That's not a misdemeanor, guys. Yeah. That's a felony. Okay. So when your top law enforcement agencies are committing felonious acts, then the next question is, where do you go from here? Yeah. What do you do? Yep. You have one agency less that has any ability to style what's going on. And that's called the military. And the military has been quiet up to this point. But what happens? How do you engage the military? Well, our Constitution gives us uh, a a particular avenue. It's called military tribunals. First of all, it's in the Constitution. Second of all, the War Powers Act reinforces that. It actually expands it from the um, commander-in-chief being able to appoint a military tribunal to actually to the Speaker of the House and to uh, Congress being able to appoint a military tribunal. What does a military tribunal do? Well, now remember, people say, well, they deal with the military. No, 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 no. That's a court-martial. That's a a military court. This is a military tribunal. There are two distinct differences in those terminologies. A military tribunal was set up to be able to go after civilians, contractors, and or commanders-in-chief, anyone who involves or is involved with the compromising of national security. Okay. Now, let's take a look at what we have, That everything we've just talked about with China, with a government who has sold itself out with uh, classified documents and information that end up in garages next to Corvettes, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, there is ample evidence that national security has been compromised at, at, at best 
at worst, it has been uh, destroyed in some areas. Mm -hmm. So a military tribunal is certainly within the order. What does a military tribunal do? A military tribunal takes the evidence. It has 30 days to review the evidence. No, it doesn't have 10 years if somebody else says it's under investigation and we can't talk about it. Who does the investigation? No, it's not the senior four-star generals. It's junior-grade officers. That's captains, <clears throat> majors, lieutenant colonels, colonels. People who, quite frankly, who have just come back from having seen brought bodies home in body bags defending freedom in Afghanistan, Iraq, we could just go down the list. People who know what this country is supposed to stand for and who knows he being compromised every day. They're the ones that review that. What do they do? They make a decision. Is there any evidence that proves that there has been a violation of the law, mm -hmm. judicial law? If there is, what are their recommendations? Now, here's the great part about it. They don't say, okay, uh, Vic needs to be arrested. Send it over to the Justice Department, which you know has already been compromised, not going to do anything with it. It's the military that then takes the action. And quite frankly, that's what we need in this country. We have two options. We either have a military tribunal or we have an American Revolution. It's one of the two. I'd rather you with the military Yeah, but with a, with, yeah. A milli, and, with a Millie and all these other guys over there, don't you think they're compromised as well? I mean, you see no you question. see these guys on, you see these guys putting together transsexual dances up at Fort El, in Elmendorf ba Air Force Base in Alaska. And don't you just kind of go, man, these guys are in on it too a little bit. Yeah, and the scary thing is it, it does, there's a tie with China. It, there yes, is. There and is. If you they, notice who you're talking about, you're talking about the four-star senior general officers. Military tribunal does not engage senior military general officers. It engages the junior officers, and those are the people that we are having to count on to carry this country. That look, you've been there long enough. You've fought. You've had men serve under you. You have seen the cost of freedom. Now you have seen it be okay. compromised. That, what that, are you going to do? That's about? true. Let me ask you this then. So, like, like, so they have this kind of level of rolling their eyes at people that bring up stuff like Dominion, and they have this thing where they roll their eyes at, at Hillary Clinton. All of a sudden, you have this very Hunter Biden. All of a sudden, Hunter Biden. Laptops. All of a sudden, you have this very hardwired problem between Joe Biden and this document. Um, who are the badasses in? in the House of Representatives in the Senate that are going to push this thing through. And what is, and like you said, within not within 10 years, but within 30 days, how does this whole thing roll out, in your opinion? And this is the only thing that I see that they got. I really don't see anything else that they have. They can't push back because you got 50% of the country that's on their side and 50% who's not on their side. So they're doing whatever they want to do. And here's the point to address that, Eric. It's very simple. And this is what I tell people all across the country as we have these discussions. A military tribunal is charged with one thing. It is junior grade military officers who serve as the jury. They're sequestered. There's no TV cameras. There's no, oh, want you to read about this or hear. They take the evidence. They review it. The evidence is substantiated or it's not. If it's substantiated, these are the laws that are broken. And these are the penalties according to our Constitution. Now, that's exactly what they do. And quite frankly, um, that is what this country has to have now. We're not in a position to do anything else, as you said, because uh, we have so many people that have been compromised. And, uh, but most of them have been compromised who are in senior positions. And why were they compromised? Quite frankly, when you talk about China, how does China compromise people? They got money. Oh, yep. That makes sense. <laughs> Talking with Michael Letts, the founder and president and CEO of Invest USA. Uh at the heart of all of this and why we had you on, and of course, China gets into this, they get into that. 
I mean, you look at everything that's happened in this country. You, I mean, it's the 34th anniversary of the Tiananmen Square event. You've got the FBI caught protecting two firms tied to Chinese government regimes holding U.S. voter data. That's going on as well. Footage released of near collusion of U.S. with Chinese destroyer. That's going on, a collision out there. Where does China sit now with this space program, and why should we be concerned? Well, as we talked about initially when I first came on your show, I gave all the other things that China has done to circumvent space is the last frontier. And quite frankly, if they gain dominance, which is where they're headed, because you remember, we're not paying, especially under this administration. You remember the previous administration created a new division yep. in the military yep. to deal because they understood that space is the next frontier. You control space. You control the ability to gather intelligence. You control the ability to log nuclear, launch nuclear arsenals from space. And you have the ability. They're actually talking about uh, colonization of the moon making it a military base you have the ability to do that you have one up on everybody else and quite frankly you do that in conjunction with what we've talked about destroying what's left of the american democracy you now are the big boy in town you now have world dominance. why isn't that part of the vernacular of the uh conversation that we're having right now when you hear any i don't hear any candidates talking like this i hear them talking about pushing it back back against disney why aren't that why doesn't desantis or or for that matter jf jr uh why why are none of the candidates saying all right let's take a breath here Let's talk about the real problem here. And they, why aren't we hearing more of this conversation? Because this is so important. It's unbelievable. Well, I, I think it's very simple. Um, they're scared. You remember I told you one of the things that's so tragic about the COVID-19 is it drove home the point that Americans respond to fear. Mm -hmm. Americans are fearful. That's not the kind of country we used to have. You know, my grandfather landed on Omaha Beach, okay, under heavy fire. I mean... We're all fearful, but we do our jobs. We do what we know is done to protect America, to protect our, our precious freedoms. They are now think that America has lost that ability to take its fear and translate it into courage to do the right thing. And because of that, our candidates don't want to talk about anything that really makes you fearful. Let's hmm. talk about Disney. Oh, yeah, we could get you know, Disney's bad. And I'm not saying it's not. Disney's bad, but it's something that it doesn't strike a vein of fear through our hearts. Let's talk about China. Whoa. Those are people that we may or may not be able to control. They may or may be able to control us. Yeah. I don't want to talk about something that makes me scared, that makes me fearful. Let's talk about something else that's good. No, and you don't have candidates with enough backbone and enough gumption to stand up and tell the truth. That's where we're at. What about SpaceX? Ooh, Blue Origin? Oh, I mean, do we, have, do we have a chance to compete with China in space? There's no question that we do. No question. Look here, you know, my prior service, uh, military-wise as well, I can tell you this. The spirit of the American people is unsurpassed and unmatched anywhere in the world. And one thing drives it, and that's what kills China, Russia, and anything else. People yearn to be free. Mm. And when you are defending freedom, you are willing to give it everything you've got versus when you are defending whatever you're defending because you're being paid for. At some point in time, you realize, you know, you can pay me a lot, but if I'm dead, it doesn't do me any good. So uh, that is one thing they will never be able to conquer in America is our spirit of freedom. So they're doing it from within and they're causing our nation to collapse 
from within. Have, and we don't have enough backbone of politicians and statesmen that are willing to, to, to sound the alarm. The American people are hearing it, but they'd rather let's not talk about this on your show. Let's talk about something that we can think we can have a ability to easily fix and not have a fearful conflict. Have you ever have you ever taken a look at demographics like I think you're right the boomers and uh generation X is very they're like oh no from my dead cold hands kind of guys uh, you're not taking our freedom um but you have these millennials and these Gen Zers who are way more amenable to socialism and Bernie Sanders and AOC do you ever factor that into your equation at all and and maybe I definitely do. Okay. And, and this is one of the things that is of concern as well. I mean, there are so many issues we could be for the next 24 hours on your show and not even scratch half of them. But, of course, the Communist Party, and of which China is uh, obviously one of its main proponents, also understood one other thing, that education is a key thing to controlling a populace. And so our mm-hmm. uh, public education system, which is dominated by our union system, has made a point and effort for the last few decades to make sure that the information being given to our young people was anti-America, anti-heroic, anti-values, anti-principle. And we've got two generations now that we're seeing that went through those systems Mm -hmm. and that they are beginning to, uh, at the age now, where they can exercise what they've been taught. And quite frankly, the only thing we could do to, to undermine that and, and, and to straighten it out is they need to see the consequence of their actions. I tell people this all the time across the country. We've lost the word accountability in this country. You're not accountable for anything you did anymore. You're a victim. And as long as we don't make sure that people understand, regardless of whether you did something good or you did something bad, you uh, you alone are accountable for what you did and you will be held for the, the actions of what you're your, 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 your thought and process yeah. was. Till we get back to that point, um, we don't have a country to save. But I think it's all, what I'm trying to say is we put it all in the mix. I think it all can be salvaged. I think it all can be saved. I think America's greatest days are ahead. But there will only be the greatest days ahead based on the courage and the principle of those who are willing okay. to stand. Okay, before Tavik asks. Yeah. Here's a question, and I have a, a I have a running debate with um, Tabitha, who's not here right now. She thinks seems to think that you're right that the only way you can fix this is a revolution, and I guess she's talking about the kind we had in in 1865. But I have a different opinion. I kind of feel like. The revolution is going to be done in U-Haul trucks, that you're going to put your stuff in a truck, you're going to go to a Florida, or you're going to go to a Utah or a Montana if you want that freedom, and that the blue states, they're just going to get bluer and bluer and bluer. Is that kind of the way that you think about this, or is it kind of an all-for-one and one-for-all kind of a thing? No, I think they're both uh, distinctly uh, separate, but they're also intertwined. I think you're already seeing people flying from red states. The problem is you still have a federal government that still controls it all and will control what red states can and can't do. That's where the dilemma is going to lie. And uh, that issue has to be addressed. And so we have to ask ourselves, do you divide yourself into two countries? Are you just fix the problem to begin with? Because quite frankly, even the blue states, and I realize that, the media proponents would say there's a 50%. We're equally divided. I think that's BS. We're not equally divided. I think the vast majority of Americans still believe in principle and values. I think we have two generations that are coming up that need to be taught that. 
But quite frankly, I don't think the vast majority of Americans want to live in a society that we just described with China or anything else, violence, crime, et cetera, et cetera. And we are exposing how this philosophy yields that kind of a pro, uh, of production. And most Americans reject that. And I believe they're just looking yeah. for somebody to lead them through the way to the promised land, if yeah. you want to use Yeah, I've been talking with Michael Letts, the founder, president, and CEO of Invest USA. Before we talk about what you do, I'm curious when it comes to your comment that the Biden administration isn't doing anything. If anything, they're cooperating with China, whether they want to or being compromised. Is there anything from an international standpoint that we might be able to do with other countries given a new president in 2024 from a conservative standpoint? Oh, I think it's endless. Uh, I think Trump proved that. I mean, when you have come from a position of strength versus weakness, when you demand respect and have the ability to back it up, you would be amazed because, quite frankly, let me be very blunt. Let's talk about what's going on in the media internationally. Look at the media clips of the people pouring into the streets. Spain, France, we could go through the list. People yearn to be free, whether they're in America or whether they're in Africa or whether they're in France or whether they're in England. Mm -hmm. But they have no hope of being free unless they realize there are some leaders that are willing to help lead them to that freedom. They have not had that. Biden has been the worst that we've ever had. But you bring a true leader back into the White House who commands the respect for not for himself, but for freedom itself. Who do you like? Who do you like in this presidential election? Because people like you uh, will be listened to. You, you have a lot of analytical breakdown and, and, and the reasons why a DeSantis over a Trump or a Trump over a DeSantis or Nikki Haley. Who do you like in this presidential election? Well, you know, uh, a little bit of background on myself. I've served in public office for 30 years. Okay. So I know every player that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They all have great viewpoints. But this is what I tell people. We're not at a stage anymore in this country where we can talk. We have to have action. There's only been one person who has, because it is so bad, and I want to emphasize that to your listeners and to your viewers, America is in crisis. We have never been in a position that we're at today. And because it is so corrupt when I say it's in crisis, our judicial system is corrupt, our law enforcement system, I can go on and on. Because it is so corrupt, they are entrenched and determined to hold on to that power at all costs. And they exercise that by firing their barbs continuously back and forth. The only person that I think that can do it is the one who survived it for the last four years. And quite frankly, I think has the wherewithal and the means to continue to be able to do it again. Now, didn't he have the chance to do it for four years, though? Or how do you, how does he come? He did do it. Now he has to come back and literally. China and the palm of our hands with the, with. Yeah, but, but he was also fighting against a, a deep state which we didn't even think From there really was one. a deep and state. And now we know it. It's way <laughs> deeper than we thought. We too. thought it was just books and novels that the deep state was in. It's like, oh damn, they're really there. <laughs> I like what Lindsay just said. It was much deeper than anybody ever realized. Much deeper even than, than, than President Trump realized. And I mean, we're exposing that now and uh, it's time. I, I, I make this statement all across the country. Folks, we took an oath. The oath didn't have an expiration date. If there ever was a time I need you to re-engage, it's now. Because America is not being destroyed from without anymore. It's being destroyed from within Mm. with the help of people from without. Michael, what do you say to people who think uh, Donald Trump caved in 2020? And what do you say to them that, you know, to some Democrats and other people that think he will never see the White House again? What do you think about that? Well, I think twofold. We work our way backwards. You'll never see the White House again. 
that would be uh, easy to say, except for when you go to his rallies. I've never seen people, even today, attend an outpouring going to the rallies versus any other candidate. Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, doesn't make any difference. Hmm. I've never seen such an outpouring of support anywhere, even as of today. Okay, did he cave? Uh, he did some things that I wouldn't have approved of. Quite frankly, I'm sure I'd do some things that he wouldn't approve of. But nobody is perfect. We weren't electing a pastor or a preacher. We were electing a president. Correct. But we remember also that we were electing an individual. And there's not a single one of us that has ever done everything that can't be said. You really make a mistake from time to time. So day one, yeah. he has to walk in and basically clear out FBI, CIA, DOJ. Every He has to literally go in there and just clean house. Right? And then deal with China. Is that right? I mean, yes. my God. Uh, yes. The only thing I differ with you, Vic, is we got to deal with all at the same time. It's, yeah. it's almost an overwhelming task. And this is what I tell the president, uh, uh, President Trump. You got to make sure you have enough people with you who have the same passion, the backbone, and who will not cower and will not cake. Otherwise, we can't get the job. Okay, we have a guy. His name is Drew. He's a he's a fantastic liberal on our line, and he says <laughs> rallies don't mean anything. And he's kind of right. Biden had ten people in circles on his last run, and 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 Trump had an entire stadium in Alabama at his rally, but he lost. Can you explain to Drew why rallies actually do mean something this time? Well, twofold. First of all, rallies demonstrate the sentiment of the people. Well, let's be very blunt. I got a lot of busy things. So do you. I'm not going to a rally if it doesn't mean something to me, okay? It's not like I'm a homeless and couldn't find anything else to do. So it shows where the heart of the country is at. As to the second point, you know, he who controls the election integrity controls the outcome. And quite frankly, the Democrats have done that, positioned themselves for years to be able to do that. There has been more corruption in our election. For anybody that buys that BS, that you know, our elections are the, of utmost integrity and nothing ever goes wrong with them, it's just literally stupid. I grew up in Mexico. I lived in a foreign country. My parents were missionaries. I can tell you what the manipulation of elections is like. And quite frankly, there's no difference now in this country than there is in other third world countries. Hey, Michael, we wanted to make sure before we let you go today to talk about InvestUSA, what you're doing, which has something to do with what your career has been about and who you are right now. Well, let me quickly tie it in. Everything we just talked with China, why is all this important to invest? Because quite frankly, at the end of the day, uh, it's going to be our first responders that are going to help provide law and order to this country and they need to know what they're up against and that's why it's so important for mm -hmm. everything that we're talking about invest was created 30 years ago because our all law enforcement officers did not have the necessary equipment to protect themselves and be able to come home safely to their families we they had 52 percent of officers who had no bulletproof vest that's called a concealable vest the one you see underneath their shirt it only stops a sidearm by the way a pistol about two decades ago a decade and a half ago our criminal element got smart they figured that, you know what, we'll just go ahead and penetrate those vests with long-range rifles. And that's what they have been doing ever since. They've been ambushing our officers. And so we had to stop and create new technology. It's called active shooter vests that have titanium plates that will literally stop any round on the market. Unfortunately, 90% of officers still do not have this technology. And it's a shame. I've been down on the border handing these vests out that we have the cartel coming across the border, outmanning, outgunning, outprotected than those who are trying to protect the American people. There's literally no excuse for it, and I hate that we have to have a charity to do it to begin with, but I'd rather go ahead and save lives and worry about the consequences later than I would to watch them die in the line of duty as they are so willing to do. Yep. Michael, we appreciate it. How can people jump in with Invest? 
How can go you go to our website? That's www.investusa.org. Now remember, it's a charity.org. All these commentaries, everything that we're doing, their ability to donate, their ability to make a difference in saving America in these final days and keeping our freedoms intact. So just go to our website. Let me just put in one final little plug. If you don't do anything else with this, in this audio, I want you to do one thing for me. Our law enforcement officers have never had it more difficult than they've ever had. If you see one today, just wave your hand. Say thank you yes, for your service. Absolutely. Thank you for protecting You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to buy their meal. That'd be nice. But you don't have to do anything else. Just say thank you. I appreciate your service. And we will see this country turn around when we begin to be recognized and begin to defend those who are defending us. That's right. Michael Letts, the founder and president and CEO of InvestUSA. We appreciate the time we have with you. We'll get you back on. We are grateful for that. And by the way, you have my phone number. Can you text me your number again so I make sure I have your name on there? I'd be delighted to. God bless you. Y'all have a God bless America. This country still has hope. It's just we need the leaders to lead it to the promised land. God bless you, Michael, and thank you. All right, have a great Monday. This cancel this cancel this show.com. There's so much, so much that Michael just threw out there. I just I didn't even get through one tenth of my questions. Oh (laughs) we'll have him back on again. I was trying to make some kind of an argument. And we were having him on to talk all China, and then boom, there's so many other things to talk about. It's like well, hold on. Yeah, you can talk about China and space all day long. There's so much stuff you have to cover before you even I get agree. there. I agree. I it agree. It's insane. If somebody has a knowledge and yeah. basis to talk to you about it, you 100% have to. He's the kind of guy. Look, I know Fox News. I watch him all the time. I, it's just what I do. He would be a fantastic host on Fox News. He's the he talks to the audience. He brings facts. He brings a there's there's a there's a logical progr- See, that's the problem with Fox. But, but, but they'll never have. have him on. He tells oh, too I don't many know about truth that. bombs. You he, think they'd have him I, on? I don't think he's ideological. See the problem with, with all of Tucker's nonsense and it's, I'm not saying it's nonsense is that it was very ideological. Is he was he was kind of like an on an island, but he has a very described logical progression on everything he talks about. Everything's he backed did. in facts. It is kind of out there to think that there's a tribunal looking at all this stuff and thinking that we are about to go nuclear <laughs> on our on the deep state if that was actually happening. But at least he knows how to answer the questions without hypotheticals. I agree. Yes, he he answered them succinctly and with truth and not like just, oh, this might happen, this might happen. He had direct answers that he can back up. And that's why I get frustrated with Tab, because she sounds like that in my ear. But then when I ask her a question... She can't answer it. To, she can't resolve the question. Does that make sense? But how he can, can resolve how? the question? He can literally prognosticate. He well, would have a good prognostication for a one, five, ten, and twenty-year strategy. Yeah, but I don't know. But you know what, though, nothing changes unless there's a conservative president in office changing. What else changes? Right. But and that we don't have an election I don't know. I mean, that is stolen from us too. Look, and that's everybody's where I do confused. agree with Tabitha. It's like I, I don't know what else you do. Well, like he, well, again, it's about the conversation. Once we leave here today, no one's going to care about what we just said. No one. We're all going to go about our lives. We're going to stick our head in our own sand. The problem is, is that it's, even though we're sticking our head in the sand, there's people, there's American people out there that just don't care enough about what we just talked about. You're right. That's the problem. But the deep, whatever this deep state thing is, they care. 
and they're working forward mm-hmm. and they're moving forward and they're having the right meetings. And you know what I mean? So yes. you need people out there who can take this thing straight on. Otherwise, they're going to win. And he's right. We are fighting from within. We are literally the proverbial fighting with one hand tied behind our back because we have to fight against China, but we also have to fight against ourselves. It's like John right. a John Wick movie. No, we do. <laughs> we do. Well, it, is. it is like a John Wick movie, actually. It's horrible. Our house just talked Each about Each one of that. you must take out a thousand yeah. armed yeah. perpetrators. <laughs> As we come shooting at your ass. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. For sure. But it was, what a, a fast, I love, I would love to, I would love to see a liberal like that come on this airwave. And we invite them all I the would, time and they won't come on. I would love to be stumped by a liberal where I go, oh, Damn, you make a lot of sense. Okay, okay all right. I, I, to this day, Vic, I've never heard one. No, not yet. I, I had a liberal contact me yesterday, and he was on this show, and he thought we were nicer to him than any other show he's gone on, but he's almost afraid to go on our show because we ask the questions the other shows won't ask, and he doesn't have an answer. Yeah. He admits he doesn't have an answer. Liberalism's like this. Here's liberalism. Liberals eat sugar. It tastes good. It you can make a lot of stuff with sugar, but at the end of the day, it is rancid for your body. It will oh. kill you faster than anything else. But it's so. Good. But it's so <laughs> damn good. Mm-hmm. Republicans, conservatives, they like broccoli. <laughs> conservatives love asparagus. Well, it's disgusting. <laughs> conservatives like to jog in the outdoors and make their cardiovascular system healthy. Liberals like to watch video games and eat jelly beans. What? One life is a lot more fun. But that's the the problem is at the end of the day, the doctor's going to go, a liberal, you're going to die if you don't get off the couch and eat some damn broccoli. But they don't hear it. And that's where we're at right now. Those are the choices that we have. One is fun. And exciting, and it's going to kill you. The other one is boring, mundane, but it's going to keep you healthy for a long time. And that's Eric Johnson. <laughs> Bringing up the broccoli. Guys, we appreciate you jumping in today with this. This is Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. Please like, subscribe, share the show. Go on all of those, all of those platforms. Hit the arrow button. You can send it for our podcast listeners. You can do the same thing. Check out all of our partners, our advertisers. Uh, we appreciate them as well. Tabitha was off today, by the way, taking care of some real estate things in her life. She'll be back tomorrow. Um, Eric Johnson. Lizzie Sparks, Projo, I'm Vic Faust. By the way, tomorrow, we've got a uh, vascular, well, he's one of the country's top cardiovascular surgeons on. He'll be on to start the show tomorrow. So we'll talk to him about what he's seeing right now with hearts. and (laughs) With hearts and souls. Yes. Well, oh, is myocarditis there? What's going on? Mm -hmm. What it's like to be a cardiologist? We'll talk about that. But we've got an hour and a half tomorrow breaking down these woke companies that have gone broke, continue to go broke. What's happening? Other agendas that are out there. Companies you may not even know about which are trying to push things. But the backlash is also there. I mean, you've got people taking and companies taking LGBTQIA images off of websites as well. Companies now, because of backlash, they're worried. So you've got a war going on. It's back and forth, back and forth. Here's the deal. Company should be narrow focused. I'm, I'm a marketing guy. You're a marketing guy. We're all marketing guys in this room. Narrow focused, demographic, 
Bottom line. These are words that come up in, as a CEO. Bottom line. There's this new little piece of paper that's been slid across these guys' tables called ESG. I don't even know mm-hmm. what it stands for, but it's a mm-hmm. it's a score. And I'm sure it's attached to BlackRock, and I'm sure it's attached it to Chase sure. Manhattan, and sure. I'm sure it's it attached is. to the Biden administration somehow. And if you don't do it, well, your interest rates have just gone up 10 points. Whatever um, it is. I don't even know how it works. But... The bot, you can't just look at your bottom line and and field for your shareholders anymore. You are literally doing is so you have to do social justice work, which is killing these guys. It's but some brands it doesn't really matter. Starbucks could go all in on ESG and it wouldn't matter one bit. So you, it, it's from case to case to case. It will kind of hurt it's Target. It's addicting but it, products. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like exactly. and coffee. Yeah. But we're going to break that down tomorrow. We appreciate Now, someone did say that Lexus was like, it, they were like, if you drive a Lexus in, the, in the, one of the campaigns, I guess, that they squashed, I think, this is what I heard, that they said we squashed it because we don't want to be known as the car of the LGBTQI, like like uh, like Bud Light. I didn't hear that. Yeah. But so anyway. that, was just, that comes from an insider from a friend of mine, and it might not have been Lexus. It might have been another car brand. Well, we'll break it all down tomorrow. We appreciate you guys jumping in on this January 5th podcast for CancelThisShow.com. Uh, for Eric, Lizzie, and Projo, I'm Vic. Have an awesome day.